Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawan Saluja. Our first reading comes from ACA, Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is Promise 6. We will enjoy feeling stable, peaceful, and financially secure. Chaotic, unsettled, and on the verge of financial ruin. For many of us, these were the undercurrents flowing through our families. The river of alcoholism or dysfunction coursed its way through every aspect of our lives leaving indelible imprints on our makeup. We came to ACA to learn how we had experienced this as children and how, as adults, we unconsciously and regrettably had recreated the same conditions only to feel helpless and bewildered by our current circumstances. You know, and as a side note, I've been reading uh, Patrick Carnes, The Betrayal Bond, and, uh, you know, just why people know that they're in dysfunctional relationships and or situations and and actually choose to stay in them and you know this is you know part of what you know i you know a recurring pattern that i'm just really again a lot a big part of this program you know discovery is not recovery but a big part of this program really is awareness of the situation and you know to remind myself that these types of situations uh can recur you know and uh if I don't heal. Um, and I, I definitely want to start using some gentler logic. You know, I think some of these programs is like do the work. It's like some of us work pretty hard, actually. Um, back to the reading. With our higher powers guidance, we have been given a program that helps us first understand, then experience the hidden circumstances that set us up to seek out these alcoholic and dysfunctional conditions. Like a dredge boat, the steps and reparenting allow us to dig out the riverbed change the river's course and reduce the rapids to a sleepy river, naturally guiding us to soft, sandy shores of stability, peacefulness, and financial security. You know, that middle one piece, I did not know that that was even a possibility. Um, And definitely on some of my better days in recovery, I feel like maybe there's a shot for me for that. Back to the reading. Though there may still be occasionally choppy waters, we realize that the program is like the huge, unbreakable inner tube that allows us to ride out most of the daily challenges, so long as we are willing to trust, hold on to, and apply the spiritual principles we have learned and practiced. On this day, I will allow the full remembrance of my childhood conditions, use the program to reset my course, and enjoy feeling stable, stability, peace, and financial security. Well, that was great to start. The next reading is service, also from ACA Strengthening My Recovery. Humility comes from God and is a sibling of anonymity, a foundational principle of the 12 steps and the 12 traditions. Through anonymity, we practice service with love. I love that, service with love, not just service. In our families, humility and humiliation often got confused and led us to either become very passive, aggressive, or passive aggressive. In working the 12 steps and 12 traditions, we are given a different definition of humility. In ACA, humility is about being the one we were supposed to be before our families infected us with their dysfunction and before we recycled that dysfunction in our own lives. It is about being our true selves. 
That is enormously powerful. In ACA, humility is about being the ones we were supposed to be before our families infected us with their dysfunction and before we recycled that dysfunction in our own lives. It is about being our true selves. Anonymity is naturally confused with our alcoholic dysfunctional family's desire to keep secrets. The difference is that in ACA, we don't share what others say or tell who was at our meetings as a way of giving security to each other. Knowing this allows us to feel safe, to share our own story. When we are tempted to judge, ridicule, or speak of someone else, we are reminded that through the practice of protecting the anonymity and confidences of our fellow ACAs, we now have a higher purpose, a healthy limit that gives life rather than diminishes it. Wow, a healthy limit that gives life rather than diminishes it. And reminds me of a reading where it's like, this is the, you know, almost like the, what is it, the St. Francis prayer? It is by dying that one forgets or something like that. Anyways, you know what I mean. Back to the reading. The possibility of performing service in ACA flows powerly, powerfully from our understanding of these principles in our lives. The newcomer feels it. The old-timer appreciates it, and our higher power loves it. On this day, love for my fellow ACAs, humility, and anonymity will provide me with a positive motivation for the service. I may choose to give to ACA. Now we move on to Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is competition between martyrs. Yes, I know your spouse is an alcoholic, but my son is an alcoholic, and that's different. That's worse. My pain is greater than yours. What an easy trap that can be for us. We are out to show others how victimized we have been, how much hurt we hurt, how unfair life is, and what tremendous martyrs we are. And we won't be happy until we do. We don't need to prove our pain and suffering to anyone. We know we have been in pain. We know we have suffered. Most of us have been legitimately victimized. Many of us have had difficult, painful lessons to learn. The goal in recovery is not to show others how much we hurt or have hurt. The goal is to stop our pain and to share that solution with others. If someone begins trying to prove to us how much he or she hurts, we can simply say, it sounds like you've been hurt. Maybe all that person is looking for is validation of his or her pain. Wow, yeah, and I think that is, um, you know, oftentimes when I can kind of go into that mindset, that probably is all. You know, I think on some of these meetings, they say, you were heard, you know, and simply they say that because for many of us, we never were heard ever. And then we stopped speaking. Back to the reading. If we find ourselves trying to prove to someone how much we've been hurt, or if we try to top someone else's pain, we may want to stop and figure out what's going on. Do we need to recognize how much we've hurt or are hurting? There's no particular award or reward for suffering, as many of us have tricked ourselves into believing in the height of our codependency. The reward is learning to stop the pain and move into joy, peace, and fulfillment. That is the gift of recovery, and it is equally available to each of us, even if our pain was greater or less than someone else's. God, help me be grateful for all my lessons, even the ones that cause me the most pain and suffering. Help me learn what I need to learn so I can stop the pain in my life. Help me focus on the goal of recovery rather than the pain that motivated me into it. Yeah, and I can certainly, 
you know, I think as I get further into it, I'm not sure how constructive it is for me to keep going into the past. I think it's a lot more important now to, you know, focus on the recovery and vision as, you know, as often has been said in the rooms is like, don't need to stare at the past, only to learn from it. And to learn from it doesn't necessarily require staring. The final reading also is from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. The topic is letting go of timing. When the, when the time is right, child, when the time is right. How often have we heard those words from a friend, a sponsor, our higher power? We want things so badly, that job, that check, a relationship, a possession. We want our life to change. Yeah, and I, you know, I think sometimes for me, like my true self, my inner child, you know, as long as you're on the right path, it's fine. But I think the ego wants validation. Yeah, this program is working for me. Um, so I'm going to back to the reading. So we wait, sometimes patiently, sometimes anxiously wondering all the while, when will the future bring me what I long for? Will I be happy then? We try to predict circling dates on this calendar, asking questions. We forget that we don't hold the answers. The answers come from God. We forget that we don't hold the answers. The answers come from God. If we listen closely, we'll hear them. Seems I would hear them showering, walking during morning pages. When the time is right, child, when the time is right, be happy now. Today, I will relax. I am being prepared. I can let go of timing. I can stop manipulating outcomes. Good things will happen when the time is right, and they will happen naturally. And that concludes today's episode of Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kowant Saluja reminding myself to feel my feelings, to really feel my feelings and be with them, to pause because that's where God is. And most importantly, at least at this point in my recovery, to have some self-compassion and to love myself.